0: Logical progression,
1: Year Three, Chapter Ten, Lesson Two. In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, ولا will the wrongdoers. And the words of Allah, peace be upon him, are not the and I mean, Assalamu warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu. Hayakumullah wa jazakumullahu khayra. I apologize for being late. I need a little bushes in there, you know, like this. Yeah. Which is to read the book upside down, yeah. No, no one noticed anyway, so it's okay. Um, so, today is going to be officially the worst lesson in LP history, okay? There's a couple of reasons for that. The first reason for that is that I just got out of the shower, I think, about 11 minutes ago. And I arrived at the masjid five minutes ago. And we've sat down and opened this book for the first time in seven days. 20 seconds ago. The reason for that is that I have been unbelievably busy over the last few days. few weeks. But a few days especially. And I'm travelling tomorrow. And that's the first reason. So I apologise for that. The second reason is because today was actually meant to be the best ever LP lesson. Ever, ever, ever. But we got scanked so hard... Yeah, we got skanked so hard. I can't even give you an analogy how hard we got skanked. We got skanked like a and you put anything you want. Yeah, and you are filling the gap with whatever word you want. We got skanked that hard. And this morning as well. And the reason it's going to be the best lesson ever is because it was going to be conducted by Sheikh Abdul Rashid Sufi. Okay, who is without doubt, <coughs> as much as I hated on him so much today and yesterday and whatever, and how much yani, angry I've been and how much I shouted at people today. And yesterday, and Mr. King Shaykh Abdullah Far as well, who got the real major brunt of all of my anger, okay? Um but there's no doubt that for me he is the preeminent reciter of our time. I think he's the greatest reciter in the world today. I have no doubt about that. His his uh, maqam, yeah, yani the maqamat itself is the science of the actual tune. Um And also his excellence and of course his hibs and his riwayat and his ability to keep going. He's insane when he starts, he just doesn't stop, you know. And the, the last thing that I saw from him is a very funny story. And that's the really irritating thing because he was going to lead Maghrib and then tell us funny stories for a whole hour. And I was going to sit there and translate and then play say funny stories back. And then he was going to lead Isha. And I was all going ahead for seven days and I was keeping it a surprise and I was going to go mental on, on the old social networks today and yesterday, last night, and then he skanked us this morning. And he sold us out for flipping Bolton. Like, what the heck is all that about? Bolton. No one even knows what, who Bolton is, what Bolton is. Who cares about bloody Bolton? It's full of goodies, that's it. Who cares about Bolton? Yeah, that's it. They don't even care about. Yani yeah, i sure They like their own Sudeis yeah, and they like their pack kind of imams. They don't care about Somali imams. When, when, when did you ever hear any Gujis ever care about Somali imams? Honestly, I'm so upset. Bolton, of all places. Yeah, and if it was like London or something, yeah, I'd say all right then. Yeah, flipping Bolton. Are you having a laugh? So anyway, so I'm really upset about that. And because there was this whole kind of you know this run up to this great moment, I just took it so easy. Yani, in terms of doing anything, and now look where I am. I'm stuck Yanny, with opening this page. We're just going to read together. Oh, there you go. Listen, by the way, I forgot. Just want to salute Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> salute Sir uh, Shazad Salim today. He was knighted today. Okay, not for. Huh? No. What was it today? Were you knighted? No. No. It was yesterday, but it was nothing. Was, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yes. All those pictures and everything from yesterday. <laughs> SubhanAllah, what happened today? No. And you were knighted, sir?
0: No, not knighted.
1: Why? <laughs> 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 yeah, <it's
0: such> a <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: sorry, what was it? What was it? Yeah, it. What? It, was a, uh, it was a British Empire medal. A British Empire medal? Yeah. It's the lowest one. It's the lowest one, bro. It's the lowest one that we don't have, bro. <laughs> It's the lowest one I don't know what you're trying to Yeah, yani, kind of tawada game You're trying to play with us At the moment So what do we call you now? What, how, what, what happens now? Just Shaz Just Shaz? Yeah. What the hell is other? Are you serious? Yeah Your name has not changed at all?
0: Well, I get three letters
1: after it What name? What letters? B-E-M B-E-M uh-huh. B-E-M Shazad Sadeem B-E-M Doesn't have to it doesn't have the don't have the MBE ring to it. Can you, are you allowed to change the order of the <laughs> list? Like can we turn one? it from BEM to MBE? Because I think the MBE is more prestigious, Shaz. Yeah. By the way, Shaz, put on You Show us your pictures, man, the, the, the thingy. No, 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 Shaz, no. put the pictures on, Shaz. I, I swear, Shaz, you no. know what? You don't put the pictures on, don't, no, we're not doing anything. Until you're straight. Who,
0: don't,
1: don't care what, how long you've got. Show the pictures. It's good da'wah, bro. People are also happy and proud of you. They said, MashaAllah, what a great picture seeing the guy, mashallah. Daddy, smile, yeah. showing the medals. Amazing. Put it up, Shaz. Put it up, put it up, put it up. Put it up. I can't do it. Shaz, <laughs> put it up and then the customer put it up. Put up the Manchester Evening News link.
0: You know what? I didn't even
1: know it was there. Apart from He only I decided was No, don't blame Arfan. This is, well, like, good da'wah. For all LP students online, this is how you do dawa. This is my kind of dawa. Okay, find, yani, you know, a group of old men and women. Okay, and just stand in front of them, all right? Okay, smile, smile, really nice smile, and then just let everyone just you know, just deal with it. All right. Just type in Manchester Evening. Go to go to Google. Manchester <coughs> Evening News. Sir Shazad Saleem and that's it, we'll be there. We we'll want that front page, I want the people to see, well a lot of people deserve to see that. It's like, it's just, it's not every day you get a BM, BM, whatever it was, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> V-E-M, yeah, V-E-M. Come on, come on, put it up. <laughs> well, come on, put it up, with Allah be proud, Well lie. your mom and dad are very happy of you today, bro. And yesterday. They were. Yep. See that? Alhamdulillah, I'm telling you. Parents are so proud. Broadcast yeah What a shot man Look at that Everybody I want you to look at this Okay I want you to know that Out of all of those people There's only one handsome guy there Right in the middle Allahu Akbar Look at that Look at the look Look at the thingy Look at And you know what's amazing This much (coughs) the evening news Okay It doesn't mention him at all not even I don't care last line nothing, it was, But yeah, he, Not a single line about the guy Or him or his dean or nothing and You know what I said I don't care Because you know what we dominated that picture I don't care what you say I don't care what they're doing All nine ten of them whatever There's only one guy who just sticks out You look at that guy you think Allah You feel subhanAllah relaxed when you see this picture Allah I, I've been looking at this picture literally all morning <coughs> Seriously, seriously. I think it's amazing, okay? I think it's amazing. I think Manchester Evening News, they thought that they'd keep us down, but they didn't realise that we had the photo effect. They didn't realise that that was in the bag, you see? We always keep that up the sleeve, just in case, you know, things go wrong. That's an awesome picture. Shaz, also just one more now. Please, the one with the medal, because that's the important one. (laughs) That's that's... Come on, come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Shaz, I hope this is off, not live now. It's not there. No, it's not. No, no, get rid of this. It's on Facebook. Bring up your Facebook.
0: Oh, no, it actually is
1: here. No, it's not here. It is, you it.
0: it is, because I wanted to wear this. Okay,
1: then, view gallery. Go on, then. There we go. Oh, right. See Lane. Go on, move on. Oh, Shaz, put it live. What? Put it live. Put it live, Shaz. Actually, this is our... Is that, this is LP. We made it. We made it. We are so proud. You can't see it, can you? No. You Come on, you're missing out, yeah? Oh, Are okay. oh, you sorry? Yeah. There, I'll try. Take it, take it, take it. Yeah, is it on now? Yeah. On now. I want everyone to look. That is not from Poundland, okay? That's not from a Pound shop. That's a real flipping medal, okay? That's a real medal, all right? And Abdul Hakim, yeah, Hakim Adabai on Facebook, yeah, and is going around spreading rumors that he bought that at Poundland. He should be ashamed of himself, okay? This is what happens. I'm telling you. When people get jealous, they start spreading rumors, and that's haram. I'm telling you right now. This is the best picture I think I've seen of anyone ever, ever. just you know what, it's the best. I'm so happy, subhanAllah, because we're now officially recognized. Our Amir is like the Queen's best mate. (laughs) And you know, subhanAllah, he's going to the garden party. How about that? He's going to the garden party, and he's got a plus one, and he's going to take his mum, Dad. Dad. Oh, Dad. Gassim, can you believe that? How skank is that man? His mum got skank. Dad is going to take the plus one. He's gonna to go to a garden party, he's gonna be sitting there with the Queen, and people are gonna be saluting him, and Bursu is gonna be sitting here eating flippin and dalchar and he's gonna be he's gonna be eating. You know you know how many people go to a garden party? How many? Eight thousand, each garden party. Eight thousand? Eight thousand like yeah. Even in all the eight thousand you're <laughs> gonna stand out. In all they're gonna take a picture of the eight thousand, and the only person that's gonna be remembered is, is that Gang.
0: You know, this is a clever ploy of yours, Yanni. You to, to take time. How much did we?
1: How much? How we use, Yanni? <laughs> you, Enough. You you let down your first and only ever policy. Of what? Which is? What is that? Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. Who do we not trust no one? Who do we to today? You know, the person who should have been. Uh-cha. I don't, I, want tell you, I want to tell you guys a little insight. Okay. So mass evening news, you've seen that he did a piece. And they don't mention him, did it? They don't mention him at all. So I was speaking to Sheikh Kihlan today. I said, Sheikh, you know, you've seen the Shazada. He's won the old, you know, the medal and whatever, whatnot. He goes, yeah, 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 I've seen it, I've seen it. He goes, but they didn't mention anything about him. I said, Sheikh, why should they mention anything about him? He goes, no, because he won the medal. I go, he won the medal for doing something he got paid for. Everyone else there, all voluntary heroes of the community, they died and they got burnt and all this kind of stuff and whatever, whatnot. She said so he fixed a couple, couple people's teeth and they gave him bloody BME. <laughs> 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 you know, when Sheikh Alan says he got Allah, you're right. That's the fiqh. I said, Sheikh, that's the fiqh. You can't blame the men to even use when I mention the guy. He's being paid. I didn't know. Allah, I've no idea. Obviously, I'm a little bit bitter because I thought I'd get it way before he would, yeah? But, for services to this country, I mean, yeah. To be honest, i than done a lot for this country. You have no idea, okay? You just have no idea. These people are ungrateful and they're ignorant. They just don't know how yeah, much of my entire life I'm doing the, Her Majesty's secret service, okay? But, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shallow <laughs> then. may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you far, far better than that in the akhirah. Allahumma mean. It's not a nice, not a bad thing to have in dunya as well, isn't it? It's nice, yeah. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm well, I'm very happy myself personally. I don't know where you go. I'm, I'm very happy, right? So, are we gonna black some more of this then, huh? Where are we, Shaz? I think I saw the thingy. Oh, here we are. Okay, so we are. Shaz, bring up this English tell then. All right, in the English, then. Uh, no, let's read in the Arabic because we need to get the Arabic done a couple of times. That's enough, Shaz. وهو وهو أوكي وهو بدلو طحارة الماء إذا دخل وقت غليظة أو أو بحد نافلة وعدم الماء أو زاد على ثمنه كثيرا أو ثمن يعجزه أو خاف باستعماله أو طلبه ضرر يعني درر بدنه أو رفيقه أو حرمته أو ماله بعطش أو مرض أو حلاك ونحبه ونحبه in all these cases, Shuri'a At tayammum That's an interesting point for you guys. Okay, Again, it's a translation point. Actually, Shuri'ah at tayammum in Arabic is right at the very end of this paragraph. In English, we put it right at the very beginning of the paragraph because it's very difficult to make sense. So, it would be, you know, there is a replacement for purification by water when da 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 and for that, Tayammum is legislated. In English, that wouldn't work because it would be that final comma and then the statement, and you've kind of lost the whole kind of flow. But that's why we just do that in translation. We often kind of change, change it around. And I just want you to know that this is what you would call, um, tech, I mean, I personally am comfortable with calling that a translation. You know, translation itself has an art, okay? it has an art, there is an academic nature to it. Not only translation, but also transliteration, which is the way that you spell words, and I think you all know about that, but translation as well. And I was watching something really interesting, and uh, there's a new class actually, which is being uh, uh, created around the Qur'an, and, uh, and various, yani, uh, how to be able to develop tadabbur, yani in a technical fashion. Part of that class is on translation, and understanding translations. Now translation itself is a knowledge, one of my closest friends one of my very closest friends he has a very beneficial series on youtube on this matter his name is abu rumaysa his name is rafi shafiq and it is called the translations of the quran if you did literally a google search on translations of the quran and abu rumaysa okay you will see i think maybe a 7 8 9 10 part video it's not very long i mean they're 10 minutes each yeah and it's one of those one of those kind of jobbies. And it's something which is very beneficial for you if you want to understand the art of translation of the Quran. And if you also want to be able to get through the minefield of how many there are, because there are loads, you see. We all know about Abdullah Yusuf Ali, that's the original one. We all know about Noble uh, Quran, which is the Saudi one we call it, all right. And you would have heard that some people call ones Salafi ones, Sufi ones. You get ones which are considered to be like, you know, each one has a different title which is given according to how they understand the author to be or how they understand how it's funded, etc. And there is a very important agenda behind every single translation. Everyone has a plan. And actually, what you start to study is that what you learn is that every translation of the Quran is actually a tafsir as well. You see? The Quran by itself, in its original nature, it's not mufas, it is not tafsir, you read it. If you understand Arabic, you're not making tafsir of it. I mean, there are some words where you need to take an opinion to understand it, okay, and so you are mentally making a tafsir. But uh, like for example, Surat Al Ladina and Amta Alright, when you read that, the path of those that you are pleased with, you are mentally saying to yourself, Okay, later in the Quran Allah does tell us that those people are As. Shuhada, ya salihin, al-anbiya, yani... So Allah has mentioned those people but that's So that is a little bit tafsir But in principle you're just doing a literal translation A literal translation But the art of the Quranic translations, As I said there are so many out there And he will go through each one And give you the plus points And the negatives for each one My personal favorite um, And one which he re- rates as well Is the one which is, the, which is the, uh, the The Penguin The Oxford World Classic Which is by Professor Abdul Halim but that is not free without issues there are a number of issues with it and that's why it's good to study these kind of topics properly things that we notice and some translations are okay in the hands of the basic reader and other translations need to be protected from the basic reader because things are being read into it you see then you you see you've got these two extremes you've got the people who are kind of taking out all kinds of notes and taking you down a garden path basically and translating things in a way that they're understanding it with their own aqidah and their own fiqh and their own tafsir, already being played and then just giving you a final word. And you get a very clean translation, you feel very comfortable with it because it's very easy to read, but you're not realizing that actually you've been played with the meaning of a word. right? Then you get the other extreme which is like Noble Quran. yes, The Noble Quran, like the Saudi one, Muslim Khan, Taqliddin, Al-Hilali, that one is the exact opposite in that they're terrified to actually touch the text, right? And so they will give you absolutely everything in brackets. So every word will be followed by huge brackets like with a full sentence in there and maybe five different options and uh, whatever, which kills the reading experience but of course it's a very safe one to read. You're allowed to make your own choice. You've got extensive footnotes which give hadith references to each of their meanings. So they will have their own pros and cons. It's very important to understand that kind of thing. And obviously... Part of this class is to understand how we're doing this translation. Musa Ferber, we've mentioned before, he's one of the, uh, um, uh, he's a convert uh, brother who studied humbly fiqh and shafi'i fiqh, and he's, mashaAllah, qualified in that. He wrote this original translation, and we used that to then do our own version. And, you know, I, f- I found a few things that I changed, and one or two mistakes, and some other things which are uh, I found that there's no point in changing because it's actually really well translated. So it is important to understand that, you know, uh, we're studying the Arabic, but the translation needs to be, be able to be linked back to the, the Arabic as well. Otherwise, we wouldn't really be doing, a, a, you know, a, a proper study. Anyway.
0: What's uh, the Quran
1: translation, Huh? The one that I prefer? No, no, the What's it called? Yeah, Quran translation, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's like... It's something, yeah, I, I can't oh, remember the actual... I'm putting them up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll come up on the portal then. So, anyway, in the translation, then Tayyamum is legislated as a replacement for purification by water when the time for something obligatory has entered, something which is above and beyond. You know, uh, I want to mention here as well this word, uh, supererogatory. It has a massive mouthful. Yeah? Supererogatory. Now, normally, what do we say? We normally say voluntary, right? Would you agree? Alright, the word in Arabic is nafila. Nafil. You know the word Nafil in Arabic, Nafil means something which is additional. Okay? Now, here's the problem. Nafil means something which is additional, something which is extra, something, and by its very nature, it's not something which is obligatory. That's what the word Nafil means. So, Nafila is this kind of uh, thing. However, if you're looking at English, voluntary only means something which is not obligatory. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's all it means. And that's that's not what Nafl means. Nafl is something which is from the chapter of Sunan. Yes? The rewarded acts. It's not from the voluntary acts. Does that make sense? Yeah? It's from the rewarded acts. So we need an English word which basically says it is optional, it is extra, but it is above and beyond the obligatory and that actual english word exists and it is supererogatory supererogatory does not mean voluntary it means above and beyond obligatory it's a very interesting word it is the exact translation for the word nafila or nafal or sunnah it means above and beyond so i just wanted to point out to you um so something supererogatory becomes permitted now again like i mentioned last week these two points are only relevant if you follow the humbly app- position which is that tayammum is something which makes things permissible. Okay? Whereas, what did we say? Who can remember what our class position was? Anyone? What was our class position? What did we say are the two things, the two possibilities that tayammum could do? Okay, so number one, it actually is Rafa'ul Hadith, It actually lifts the spiritual impurity from you, so you're back in the game fully to do everything. Or or it allows you to do something specifically, an act. So it's like not actually making you pure, it's allowing you to do the act. Now you might say, is the consequence of both things is the same? Actually, not at all. They're very different. Because if the second one is the one in play, then that means that you couldn't then read Quran with the tayammum that you were using to pray your prayer with. Simple as that. Because it's per act. But we said that the correct position and position of the majority is that when you make tayammum, it is a full replacement. It's a complete replacement. So once your tm is done, you're like in, in wudu. Alaykum you're actually in wudu. So you can go and do whatever you wish as per normal. So these points one and two only really come into play if you are following the humbly position of it being something which makes something permissible. But we said it doesn't matter. So these, these two conditions do not apply. The time for something obligatory having entered is not important. If we don't have water, we make tayammum. It doesn't matter if the time enters, not enters. It doesn't matter whether we are making one a uh, supererogatory action permissible, permissible or not. So then, the next, um, uh, uh, which is where we are now, is number three. There is no water. <inaudible> Adam means absence, complete absence. thani <inaudible> tayammum it means that, doesn't the whether the traveler or not, he don't, doesn't find it in his house, or he doesn't have it with him, yani when he's traveling. And the time now for prayer is here. The time for prayer now is running out. The first question you might ask is that, what if time is still plenty? Do you go straight to tayammum? No. The answer is, is that you are always giving that yourself that extra period of time to see, to seek, and so on and so forth. But it's a judgment call. You're not going to be judged for maybe saying, well, you know what, I've got 15 minutes left. I could go for another five minutes, and I could maybe find water. And, you know, you don't force yourself to go that five minutes. It's a judgment call. You say, you know what, I don't think I'm going to find water. I've been looking for it for the last whatever, Or I've been waiting for it at home. You know, the old you know open the tap thing, and you've been told it's coming. It's not coming. So then you would do it. You would actually make use of it, so it actually is the absence of water <inaudible> number four the price of the water that you can get access to has actually significantly increased it hasn't just had an incremental increase but significantly increased. what does sheikh say is that وجد الماء بثمن زائد كثيرا عدل الى التيمم ولو كان معه الاف ان هذه تجعله في حكم he says basically it doesn't matter if you have thousands of dirham yourself you could be rich and you could have lots of money with you as well but if the water is being exploited so someone has got water and they're saying for example and now you might say uh, uh, how much more because he said zada kathiran, it has been increased significantly a lot so what is a lot? there's no hadith and there's no ayah that tells us what is a lot a lot is completely determined by the urf okay and this is another part of fiqh where your culture takes place so I don't know let's have a go what would you say? what's a bottle of Uqasim these days? so let's say a one and a half liter bottle pound about a pound, yeah? What do you think would be a significant increase? Five, yeah. Five pounds, I think everyone straight off can see that's crazy, yes? Would you agree? Ten pounds is ridiculous. Five pounds is stupid, yes? Huh? What do you think about two pounds fifty? You see? If it's an increase, it would be losing about yeah, ten 20 pence, thirty pence, here and there is not nothing. Two pound fifty is a one hundred fifty percent increase. Yes, that's like over double the price, right? What do you think about that?
0: Would you be willing to pay that if you're at a petrol station, which is what? This
1: is the interesting point, right? Uh, there's two observations for me. When I said five pound, everyone nodded. When I said ten pound, everyone nodded. When I said two pound fifty, everyone paused. There were a few people that mulling it over, right? You know when people start to mull things over, right? The fit of the issue. This is what the earlier might say. When people start to mm, that is then where you do not make a ruling. Because some people are not comfortable with the idea. They might feel comfortable paying that. They might have paid it before. It's within the possibilities of actually being a price that one can pay. You might expect to go to London somewhere near Tower Bridge or whatever and it being sold for that much. You'd expect it. As um, uh, you just heard petrol stations you'd expect to pay something crazy like that okay it's crazy but not in the crazy crazy sense. It's not in the five pound crazy sense yeah so this is it's, I can't tell you what it should be the point is is that you look at that and say that I'm being exploited big time that is way above and beyond anything normal so I don't know I don't know what, what, what you know we're talking three four five pounds four pound maybe be five pounds or like that three four times its price that would be a problem now Sheikh Uthameen, uh, he goes, the actual correct position... Oh, 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 sorry. And then he says, he goes, it doesn't matter how much money you've got, because the money that you have is irrelevant. The price of this is so high that its presence is like its absence. The fact that it's there to be bought at such a high price, it's like it doesn't even exist. Because I'm not obliged to be paying such silly sums of money to buy water. Sheikh Uthameen says, what's so up? But according to him, the correct position... أنه إِذَا كَانَ واجدا لِثَمَنِهِ قَادِرًا عَلَيْهِ وَاجَبَ عَلَيْهِ أن يشتريه بِأَيِّ ثَمَنٍ وَالدَّلِيلُ عَلَىٰ ذَلِكَ قَوْلِهِ تَعَالَىٰ فَلَمْ تَجِدُوا مَاءً Okay? فَلَمْ تَجِدُوا مَاءً When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and if they are not able to find water Shaykh Uthaymin says that if you are able to buy it regardless of how much the cost is then you must Sheikh means position. that if you are able to buy it meaning you have the money you are wealthy enough then you have to buy it <laughs> Yani what Sheikh Al-Tamin is basically saying he goes, obviously people are playing the market, they're doing what they're doing, that's their own problem. But if you have the ability to pay for that water, regardless of how much it costs, then according to the ayah, you have to you buy it, have to buy it, and have to use it. Okay, and that is because you did not come under the, the category of falam Yani that you didn't find water. You did. You're just now saying I can't find it. This is Sheikh al position, and this has always been his position. It is not my personal position at all, okay. My personal position is as the Hanbali position states that if the the, the the money is high, then you are not obliged to be paying for this water. You are not obliged I find it very difficult to actually uh justify a person having to pay over the odds for that uh, water it goes against the principles uh, of our of our sharia because there are actually many opportunities for us to do things yani, by by exerting our, ourselves what's the limit? we would say to this position what's the limit? what about if they want 100 pounds? what if they want 200 pounds? just because I have 200 pounds in my pocket I should spend it on water? I think that there's no dhabit, Yani, for this position I, th- I think it doesn't have a good parameter and, and a good control. however the class position will remain, okay, as Sheikh Uthameen's position, which is that you should pay for it. But I want to put that footnote that I personally follow the humble position in this matter, and you have the choice to do so as well. The class position is the position of Sheikh Al-Uthameen, rahmatullah. The next statement is, or oh, one, or one cannot afford water. يوعجزه يوعجزه it's simple, the guy can't afford it. So he's, it's like, you know, a pound even, but he only has twenty pence. Uh, or it's £20 and he only got... Temp- it doesn't matter what the price is. He cannot afford it. And so what else is he going to do? He doesn't have to now try to, you know, do, beg for it, for example. And that's actually an interesting point. If you agree that he doesn't have to beg for the money or ask other people for the money, then you yourself are actually answering the question there as well. You know, in fiqh we have uh, uh, two types of actions. One where it's an obligation... Two types of obligatory actions. One which is an obligation in of itself... And then, other which is an obligation for you to do, even if you are unable to do that obligation, meaning you have to do the things to actually achieve that obligation. Alright? So, for example, the Hajj is the classic example. Hajj is obviously one of the key pillars of Islam and a massive obligation. But if you don't have the money, then it is not obligatory. Would you agree? If you don't have the money. So, the question is asked Is it obligatory for you now to go and earn that money? okay is it obligatory for you now to go and work double shifts for example and you know you can do it i work 35 hours and you know what if i work 70 hours i'm not going to die but if i work 70 hours for the next six months i'll be able to go and do hajj make sense the question yes and then i have the money and i could now go is it obligatory for me to do it and the answer is no and there's a consensus upon that and it's a very unique point of fiqh it is not obligatory for you to have to earn the money to actually go to hajj does that make sense Okay? if you had the money and, you, and if you went and worked 70 hours because you really wanted to go you, excellent, you'd be rewarded for it brilliant, yani, it's a good thing to do it's a great act of worship but the question is, are you obligated to work triple hard, are you obligated to have it to save and say that I have to, no, the answer is no you don't have to now put yourself through hardship, whatever so that, that's one point, that's one type of obligation there are other types of obligation where you have to do every single thing to achieve it you have to. So the obligation of prayer. Well, if you have no wudu, you have to go and make wudu. If you don't have wudu and don't have the water, you have to then go make tayammum. Meaning that the obligation is absolutely to be achieved. You cannot say, I don't have any water, I'm not going to pray. That makes sense? You have to now go and find something that will allow you to pray for yourself, i.e. Turab. So it's important to be able to understand this uh, difference uh, in, in category. So this is another example here. A person here is not able to uh, uh, make wudu. Is he obliged to now go and beg for the money to pay for it? Yeah, because he's not got enough? Answer is no. So just go straight to tayammum. Just go straight to tayammum. Okay? The next point is a bistala dihi بدنه that he fears one fears by using it. Or searching for it, okay, a harm to himself. ف... Uh, so, if this person, for example, he uses the water, so he has maybe an eczema condition, or he has some other kind of sensitivity, or maybe he's got a wound, for example, a significant one, and if he uses this water, then it's going to harm his body. Then, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, in كُمْتُمْ أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ." Okay Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in Surah Al-Ma'dah in verse 6 actually as part of the verse of tayammum that if you are sick or you are on a journey so actually already you can see that the condition the, the concession has been given if you have a problem you've got a solution here okay so for example if he in on the limbs of his wudu he has some wounds okay or he has some, or for example all over his body when it comes to ghusl okay? so maybe it's on his chest now okay. so he's fine for wudu but it comes now for ghusl time and he can't pour water upon himself because he has cut up chest or he has ulcers maybe on his thighs or whatever so now he does not have to now make ghusl tayammum is there in order to protect his rest of his body okay? so he can make tayammam وَكَذَ لَوْخَافَ and likewise, this is in a scenario where the water's gone cold, yes? And when the water goes cold, then... And when I say the water goes cold, I don't mean water goes cold in a hot environment. I mean, it is cold and the water's cold. Because cold water in a hot environment is fine. Everyone loves having a cold shower in a hot... thing. We're talking about cold and the water's cold. And you genuinely are afraid that you'll catch pneumonia or you'll catch, you know, uh, you'll you, you just uh, uh, ruin your immune system, and then get viruses, or whatever it is, you'll weaken your own immune state by putting yourself in that kind of shock. Then, فَإِنَّهُ uh, So, what he will do if he's afraid of the, of the cold, he will heat the water. If he is unable to find something to heat the water, so he has the water. But he can't find something to heat the water. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given him a way out. So he's got the water, but he can't heat it. Because he hasn't got gas. He hasn't got electricity. So is he forced to use this water? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تَقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ بِكُمْ رَحِيمًا Do not kill yourselves. Indeed Allah is most merciful with you. Okay, do not kill yourselves. Okay, don't make qatal of yourself. This is not uh, mean uh, fighting or battle or whatever. This is the ayah which covers a number of uh, Islamic rulings. So here we're using it for tiyamum and using it, for example, in the issue of cold water and you're going to get ill. Likewise, the issue of um, starving yourself and waiting for something halal to come along when you are starving then you are allowed to eat something which is haram of the minimal quantity. Likewise, for example, smoking. Smoking would come under this ayah uh, 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 as well. Because we know that smoking, according to the majority position certainly, that it is actually physically taking away, reducing your life quality in terms of the lung problems it causes and all the other kind of impacts that it has. So, the law and Amr ibn al-Asr radiallahu anhu, the companion, he used this uh, uh, ayah, this very ayah, when he, was, he had cold water, and he was in cold conditions, and he made tayammum. and when they asked him what you're doing, he recited to them this ayah. And this is very important for us, because of course we are now seeing direct tafsir of a verse by the companions themselves. And after, after, uh, remember when we, when we, when we uh, uh, try to understand the meaning of the Qur'an We have a checklist Okay It starts off with number one Does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explain it somewhere in the Qur'an in a different place That's what you have to go to first Like I said عليهم, Those that Allah is pleased with So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already told us in Surah Al-Nisa Who those people are and then the second uh, uh, way, if the ayah is not explained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is to find the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu And then he will tell us that the meaning of it is this, the meaning of it is that. If there is no hadith from the Prophet sallallahu then we go to the companions and see what they say. This is a classic example. So we see this ayah, which could mean so many different things, but the companions have used it in the context of cold water. So it's clearly, you're not always going to die because of using cold water, are you? All right? You're not going to die, but it's going to cause you a lot of headache, hassle, and ill. And there could be the possibility of dying, actually. There could be the possibility of getting some kind of level of infection or whatever. So that's also a very interesting uh, a benefit. It doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be actually, I'm definitely killing myself. Because that's not going to definitely happen, is it? Yeah? It's not going to uh, uh, definitely happen. What time is the uh, other? No, no. Now? Yeah, go ahead. Bismillah. Allahu Akbar
0: Allahu Allahu Akbar
1: okay so he so we so it's clear then about using it all right he will have some harm to himself but also he said Mm -hmm. oh in searching for the water okay so there's there's a problem to himself either because he physically uses it all right and we've already said that that could be because water is too cold and it puts him into shock or because he has some wounds and it causes it to go bad then, then you've got the searching for it. So this is now, if it's very far away, for example, you know that you can find the water, it's going to take you 10 miles to go and actually get it. And you're going to become very ill or whatever. Or it's very cold outside, for example. Or it is a storm. Or, you know, uh, any kind of scenario that where you to actually reach the water and get hold of the water is going to cause harm, then this is also something which is allowing you to make tayammum. The Prophet uh, um, uh, Sheikh Uthamin, he said... The evidence for all of this is the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And do not kill yourselves, Surah Al-Nisa, verse 29. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says And do not throw yourselves, to, do not, uh, throw yourselves into, into destruction with your own hands. Do not throw yourselves into destruction with your own hands. Basically, again, don't kill yourselves. That's Surah al- um, uh, 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 Al-Baqarah, verse 195. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has also said وَمَا جَعَلْ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الْدِينِ haraj And he did not place for you in this religion anything from difficulty. Anything from difficulty. He did not place upon you in this religion anything from difficulty. surah so al-Hajj, verse 78. And the uh, difficulty, as Sheikh Al-Thameen says, وخوفن, وَخَوْفُ حَرَجِ To actually be afraid of some kind of harm to you, that is a haraj. That is a difficulty. That is a technical, Islamically defined difficulty. And also, the Prophet وسلم, in the famous hadith narrated by Imam Ahmed and Ibn Majah and so many of the other scholars, and it is inshallah, inshallah, authentic, although not by itself. It needs supporting narrations. The Prophet وسلم, said, La darara wa la dirar. And this is, of course, the hadith, famous one, which you would have read in Arba'in Nawawiya, and someone that hadith which many re- re- memorize when they're young. There is no harm and there is no reciprocation of harm. So one is not allowed to actually go and harm people. And likewise, يعني, cause some, do something which would allow for harm to be reciprocated back to them. So it's neither causing it or being the cause of it. Okay, So that's Yani with respect to himself. The next issue then is harm to his companions. What does that mean? Au Rafiqihi. The rafiq means a companion. All right, yeah, Or it means a friend as well. But you know, generally, when the word rafiq is used... It is a term of endearment, but it is technically someone who's with you, mostly in a travelling kind of scenario, where they're kind of limited or restricted with you. They're like actually stuck with you. So that's normally going to be in a travel. And the idea here is, is that if you have only a small amount of water, which is actually meant to be his drinking water or her drinking water, and you could make wudu with it, it's time for you to make wudu, but doing it then is going to leave you know, a tiny amount left for his drinking, or none then you are actually causing harm to him and therefore you are allowed to make tayammum you are allowed to make tayammum and he leaves the water or drinking water for his companion and, and also Sheikh al makes an interesting point he goes the, the, according to the Hamli Madhab they said the word Rafiq which means companion and that is a word which is very general it doesn't specify whether Muslim or non-Muslim and so the idea here is is that it is permissible to go and make tamun even if the companion is not a muslim but sheikh of he makes an interesting point he says but there is a condition and that is that the non muslim is masoom okay masoom okay masoom means uh, innocent right you know when we use it in the kind of like uh, in uh, urdu right and um, and masoom also in in arabic means innocent but actually its technical translation. Anyone know what it means? Sinless. Huh? Sinless is what I would say. Um, uh, uh, is a consequential kind of meaning. Okay. Huh? Where, where are you getting that from? When Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says that He will ya simukum in okay, what does that mean? So, is that because you are linguistically uh, translating that, or is that a consequential meaning? Meaning, that's the actual e- eventual meaning. Okay. So, what does the, when, when when someone yani is uh, from something, what is the asim? What is the actual protection? protection? Correct. Okay. And it's very important to understand yani how we get to why the Prophet is sinless. He is sinless because he's protected. It's not because the word means sinless. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this is what I was trying to say. Masum therefore means someone who's protected. All right, and the child is innocent, but not because the word masum means innocent, <coughs> but because they're protected because they're children. They don't have the ability to think. And likewise, the Prophet ﷺ, he has been forgiven his sins. He's protected from sinning. It's not that he's sinless. It's not that he doesn't do things. He's doing everything for the sake of Islam. He's always looking for the best possible option, so he is ma'asum. So when we say the non Muslim is ma'asum, here we're using the linguistic meaning of ma'asum. That's the reason I thought I'd explain that. When he is ma'asum, it means he is protected. So who is the non Muslim who's protected? Sheikh Uthameen says it is the dhimmi, the mu'ahad, and the musta'min. Okay, now these are three very technical political terms. I'm gonna try and translate them. The dhimmi is the one who pays tax, basically, says so the. Protected, he pay, pays the dhimma as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and so therefore he becomes like a citizen of the state and he's protected. The mu'ahad is someone that there is an ahad between you, he is there's a treaty, so maybe it's a warring people, yeah. and then you, you establish some kind of security and uh, you know some kind of agreement, and so you're in a state of the treaty. And The mustamin is someone who is basically safe, he has been given aman. He, yani he came to you and he sought yani, safety and he was granted it. This is the modern day visa. Okay, In my opinion and the opinion of a number of scholars, the mustatmin of our time is anyone who goes to a Muslim country with a visa. Because a visa is a permission to be there officially. What else does that mean? It means that I'm here legitimately and I expect protection. I expect my rights and so on and so forth. So... These are the various kind of three categories. All of these three categories of non-Muslim are basically protected. Their blood is protected. Obviously, in a non-Muslim country, it's not applicable as well because we are the protected ones and they are the asr. So that's also an important point. Um, It can't be someone who is at war with you. It can't be someone who is harbi. Okay, someone who is at war. (laughs) أو حرمته this is funny. يعني, uh, uh, you uh, you are allowed, allowed to make yamam if you fear any harm to your hurma. And those are the, the uh, uh, people that you are responsible for. So we're talking about your wife, basically, or any other. Uh, any other woman that you are responsible for, then these all come under that category. All right? Any other women? Malihi or his wealth or his wealth how does the wealth come into this for example he has some water and the animals themselves need water but if he drinks the water so if he uses the water for his wudhu and his animals will die this will be a financial loss won't it yes and so therefore it is permissible for him to actually uh, not use the water allow his cows his goats his sheep to drink that water and he makes the yamum with the remainder does that make sense everybody okay next week we will talk about the uh, thing, ah, okay, next week. Let me just make a quick uh, announcement about that. Next week, inshallah, of course, this weekend I will be in Winnipeg, and um, and then next weekend I will be in Windsor, uh, which is for Protect This House. So the Americans uh, are most welcome because they are very close to that, and I expect quite a few to come across in, in thingy- and think it. And um, LP will be at Al Huda in Mississauga, in Toronto. So uh, for what? The time in Toronto, I don't it'll be locally 4 pm, yeah. Before, in, we
0: started before there, so they probably want to arrive there, about three
1: right? Okay, it'll be local, so didn't so it'll be local 4 pm here,
0: p.m.
1: yes. Be, yeah, be there 3 30, it'll be starting for four. And what, what about what happens here? Will be broadcasting, mm-hmm. no, there'll be no broadcasting, so no that's here next week, okay? It'll be online. And then next week after, inshallah, we'll be back. There's no Shaykh Abdul Ghaffar today, so we will close the lesson now. Oh, and and uh, we will catch up later. SubhanAllah, wa bihamdiq shaddullah illa, and wa staghaturuqallahumma wa atul bilik wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa
0: barakatuh.